Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm Adam Green. We have an interesting episode for you this week as we have a three-way pod as we're joined by Anders Peterson, founder and managing director of Art Tactic. He's been on the podcast many times over the years. We're also joined by Tarana Sony. She's chairperson for the Confederation for Indian Industry, the Task Force on Art and Culture. She's also an advisory board member of the Foundation of Indian Contemporary Art. So earlier this year, Art Tactic, we released a report that really explored the intersection of art and philanthropy in the Indian art market. We actually released the report at the Indian Art Fair. And if you haven't read it yet, you should. It's available online for free at arttactic.com. So you can download it and read it there. In this episode, we dig into art and philanthropy in the Indian art world even further. We get an update on what's happening in India with regards to art and philanthropy. We also discuss why art, the arts in India has rely, had to rely so much on private museums, private foundations, and individual support, where the government is in all of this. Um, are things changing recently with how the government is finally starting to support the arts to a certain extent? We also talk about public spaces and public events, such as biennials and festivals, and how they're supported through philanthropy. And then we also talk about the next generation of philanthropists in India and how they're being engaged uh, to support the arts. So these are some really interesting and important conversations, and uh, we hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks so much. Anders and Tarana, thanks so much for speaking with us. Thank you very much. Our pleasure. So earlier this year, Art Tactic released a report that explored the intersection of art and philanthropy in the Indian art market. We released the report in conjunction with the Indian Art Fair. If you haven't read it, you can do so. It's available for free on arttactic.com. We encourage you to do so. Anders, first let's get into the rationale and really the story behind this inaugural research report, uh, India Art and Philanthropy, and why Art Tactic decided to launch it now. Uh, thanks, Alan. I mean, so basically, we've been involved now in uh, in the Indian art market since uh, 2006, and we've been producing regular annual reports. Uh, in the last three years, we sort of changed the tack slightly and and have tried to sort of uncover, I guess, like different aspects of the market that in the past we we didn't really do. We were mostly focused on the auction market, and um, two, three years ago, we started to look at the uh, particularly what, what was basically the support for the contemporary market. Most of the data showed us that uh, what was happening in the auction markets was that the uh, contemporary art artists and artists has kind of virtually disappeared from the auction market. And the question was, you know, where where did where did the contemporary art market go? And uh, in that process, we started to map out a number of initiatives uh, in, in South Asia as a whole. And we looked at both private initiatives, corporate initiatives, philanthropic initiatives. Um, and we saw that there's been an amazing, uh, what's been a flourishing in the amount of initiatives since the um, the downturn in 2009. And um, uh, and, and the purpose really in, in, in this report this year was to kind of pick up on this conversation because we felt it was it deserved some more attention. We, we felt that uh, not only was it worthwhile looking at these initiatives in itself, but also look at who were behind these initiatives? Where were they? What, who was these in, these individuals? What were their motivations? Um, so um, it started initially in sort of December um, or October, November, December. We started to work on potentially have a section of art and philanthropy within a uh, the report itself. But um, uh, I met uh, Tarana in in at the Freeze Art Fair in October last year. We started to have a chat, and I think. 
the whole conversation we had and the subsequently I think you know we realized this is this is a much bigger topic than than a few pages inside an existing report so this whole thing evolved into something uh, as a standalone uh, project um, that we are now sort of committed to to continue and I think it's a very exciting uh, I would say this this project is probably one of the more exciting projects that we've been involved in at India because it sort of uncovers uh, an enormous amount of uh, activities and and goodwill in both the private and corporate sector and I think it sort of creates really the basis for the Indian art markets uh, going forward into the future so hopefully this 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 report will be a kind of a a starting point of a conversation that will continue and and it will uh you know obviously we will we will expand on this report um we will probably start to look at you know uh, regions outside india but also looking at south asia as, as a region as a whole um and um and uh, again as i said tarana has been uh, in, incredibly helpful in in, in this process and uh, we look forward to sort of work with her as we go forward so that's kind of that's 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 us uh, and and uh, yeah, and and so so there is basically I think art and philanthropy has triggered an an, an enormous amount of other things is that we realise this is uh, not only a South Asian specific uh, uh, topic, but we also now are talking about the same thing for Africa. We're looking at the same thing for Middle East. Um, so I think art and philanthropy in general is uh, it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a key uh, it's a key focus area for for our tactic now in the in the years to come. Yeah, and Tarana, it'd be great if you could just briefly tell us about your uh, role and involvement in the art world uh, in India, and also if you could just provide us with an update on what's happening in India with regards to art and philanthropy. You know, first of all, um, I uh, have to say that I was very excited to work on this report. Um, philanthropy is something that is not new to the world of art, and I would not like to restrict it only to India. It's been something that has always been a driving factor within the world of art in time immemorial to come and in almost every nation that I can think of. It's been an extremely important part uh, along with state-driven you know, initiatives that have promoted art. Uh, in India in particular, it has definitely been the majority of philanthropic initiatives that have taken art and culture forward. Uh, that is happening on an increasing level now. I know of many, many more foundations and museums and you know different initiatives that have been set up in the last five years than I had heard before that. And it's clearly the success of these initiatives and what the art community is feeling is an effect from them that is also encouraging other people to do so. Uh, a lot of art um, landscapes that are on a national level are or at least was started as largely philanthropic initiatives. And I think uh, that is going to be the way forward for anybody to understand, including the state, that um, they have to look at it because everybody is looking at it on a private level. Got it. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that. These, you know, How um, prolific are these private museums and foundations and what's kind of been the motivation for setting these up? And... Um... Yeah, how can we, how in India do you think this can continue to even grow further? I don't know if Anders or Tarana, if you want to touch on that. I mean, I, 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 Tarana, you're probably in a better position, but I, I think I think one of the interesting things when we start to look at the report was to, um, you know, basically going four or five years back, we can we can see that many of these uh, these initiatives was very much centered around 
you know, art centers such as, you know, in Delhi and Mumbai. But it's interesting in the last, um, uh, basically only last two or three years, we're starting to see sort of a, a proliferation of initiatives, uh, including private museums outside uh, both the, uh, you know, in Calcutta and, and other places. We're starting to see new museums popping up. So it's interesting to also see that the the, the, the initiatives are now spreading across other major cities as in India. Now, Tarana, I mean, is, is this, you mentioned these sort of kind of things of success of existing uh, you know, existing models and, and, and uh, you know, initiatives. I mean, what, what do you think is driving this, this, this sort of, if not move away from the Delhi Mumbai sort of kind of art centers, but to other things? What, 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 is, what is encouraging this, do you think? I think what is a fact is the sheer talent, the historical relevance and the global stand of Indian art. I think today the world acknowledges that art from India is as fine as anywhere else. And what it comes with is an advantage of its thousands of years of history. And even all those years ago, it was one of the countries that was, you know, heralded for the fact that art was one of our strongest and finest soft powers. Given that the world is taking cognizance of this and it is spurring uh, the art economy. It is spurring the art culture in the country. Uh, the, there is a significant lack of incentives or promotion of it at the national level or at the state level. Um, there are just simply no institutions that can highlight contemporary art in its entirety or give a good full perspective or enough you know, uh, initiatives given to new artists or emerging artists that is taking it forward. When the private sector stepped in, as it has anywhere else in the world, they have taken art uh, to, you know, they've taken it forward. They are exhibiting, they are helping exhibit Indian art all over the world. They're, they're helping artists go uh, on residencies. They are having national initiatives, which is geared so much more towards the public than just something that is agenda driven for their own promotion. And what it is doing is bringing, a, it's bringing a sort of unity amongst all the different things that are happening nationally. It is a model that has been very successful and it's been encouraged by every sector of the art community privately. So uh, I think that is a very good incentive for new museums to come up where there was one or two, five years ago, today we are hearing of 20, where there were a few foundations working for emerging artists. Today, there are so many more. And um, I think the way forward for this is, has it has to be incentive-driven. The incentives have to come from state. Uh, there is no choice but the government, but for the government to take notice of the fact that this is a very lucrative economical um, sector for the exchequer. And it is something that is extremely um, overlooked or ignored by the government. But I don't think that that is going to be the way or the vision forward. Tarana, do you, do you sense that there's a change in, in, in sentiment? I mean, do you, do you change there? The, is there a, is the government, I mean, you, you, there's, there's one particular initiative that you've been involved in very recently, which is a, a, a kind of a public-private partnership. I mean, is this a sign of 
you think a a a a you know a, a, an ongoing change in the way that the government looks at culture art uh, going forward um so i think where conservation and where heritage is concerned it's something that the government has been looking at actively of course a lot of work has to be done where that is concerned but national um you know richness of the culture is something that the government is aware of and as far as performing arts are concerned or you know just taking care of our heritage is concerned the government is taking steps uh recently though if we are talking about contemporary art um uh, i took on the role of chairing a committee initiated last year by cii the very fact that cii started a national committee on art means that it was increasingly looked at as a very uh, special and significant economic sector that could help the country and uh, my sole agenda through this has been to put india on through a national platform on the global map and when we started this conversation with the misconception which is largely there in the private sector that the government is you know maybe not culturally inclined or not ready to give incentives we realized to our surprise that they were willing to listen i just think that there's not been that active interaction between the private sector and the public sector there has not been somebody to cement that bridge there hasn't been anybody to have those conversations but if we take them forward uh, in a way that is beneficial to both sectors i've realized that um both are willing to listen both are willing to collaborate and we have recently announced the national india pavilion participating at the venice biennale where it's a true public private partnership uh i am working as a co-organizer with the ministry of culture under the government of india i'm working with ngma who's been the commissioner of the project and i'm working with one of the finest private museums in the country the kiranadar museum of art which has come in as principal partner and curator and the process has been very collaborative the process has been one where every sector is understanding that we are doing this for national pride we are doing this for art for our country mm-hmm. and for that uh, we have to fulfill each organization's role to the maximum for it to be beneficial on a national level and hopefully to to create longevity in this uh, for the india pavilion to be there on a permanent basis at venice biennale when we were in uh, india when, during the in the art fair we we had a similar discussion and we were talking a little bit about the you know the various models and 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 one thing that you know corporate philanthropy was 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 one aspect we discussed and the sort of changing legislation around CSR and and where now the the commitment to to put something towards uh, CSR is, is sort of enshrined in law um i mean i just wonder i mean we obviously there are and and the report we discussed a number of initiatives from the tatas to the um airport in mumbai where corporates are involved in um you know supporting directly uh, culture and 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 art but um where do you think i mean is this is this this new legislation is this going to change anything do you think this is a sort of a is this a sea change where suddenly an, an enormous amount of money potentially will be unleashed on culture or if not what is, does the culture sector needs to do in order to maybe be 
uh, eligible or, or uh, prepared or ready for you know potentially uh, tapping into this 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 money or this 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 funding source how do you see how do you see this landscape sort of kind of evolving going forward corporate social responsibility has become a necessary mandate for companies uh, in india they do have to spend a certain amount we are though speaking about a nation that has many many causes and while a lot of the organizations are using this money extremely responsibly they can use it to whatever cause that they believe in are they spending money on philanthropy 100% are they spending it on art less than 10 organizations in all of india have art as part of their csr policy this clearly indicates to me that tax incentives or uh csr is not what drives the art and culture it is really driven by the pure passion will and interest of private individuals who believe in art at the moment i don't think it's tax or corporate social responsibility that is driving it i mean there are a couple of examples that you've cited anders and i think those are incredible examples but they are far and in between can this change i think when everybody realizes that you know uh, with the government coming in themselves to promote art actively i think they will start looking at it within their csr policies the government for example started a scheme called adopt a heritage where a corporates can adopt monuments uh, through the archaeological survey of india where they can adopt them for a certain period of time and help in their upkeep and everything but what i hear very popularly about it and i think that this is a great scheme as long as you know there is a separate curatorial body or a separate sort of maintenance and heritage and conservation body it really should only be you know financial help that a corporate should give and and you know people who are professionally uh, geared to take care of these monuments are the ones who should take care of it but what i do hear very popularly from uh organizations who are considering this is that the government is not giving any clarity whether there is full proper clear tax incentives so i think clarity from the government is needed for art to come into um the ambit of csr the second thing that the government has to do is prove itself that they are extremely culturally inclined and i think the corporate sector will then follow suit till then i really do think that it will be the private will and passion of individuals that will drive it public space uh, tarana we we um it was one another topic that we discussed and and we looked at i mean in india now over the last 5 6 years there or more even actually from you know the the kochi biennale the serendipity the uh, sculpture park in in uh, jaipur chennai photo biennial pune biennale etc i'm we we seen a sort of kind of a yes the the country has or the region has lacked in general maybe um you know physical infrastructure such as museums and platforms to see art but but um these public initiatives and and you've been involved in 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 many of these uh, several of these and what what do you, what impact do you think these have had on on the general i guess a sort of interest and awareness and you know community building and because obviously these are interventions which goes beyond the private space and the private you know it is interventions in cities itself um what do you think this is a very sort of a specific india uh, or south asia maybe in this case as the report is around india is this a sort of an india specific phenomenon is this a a model that 
could be replicated other places. Uh, what, 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 what do you think sort of counts for this? Um, what, what looks like a, a, a great success story or stories in this case? You know, India, um, as mentioned before, does not have great state institutions where one can go and look at Indian art. India is a place where we live with art. Our art is on the roads, our art is in our monuments, our art is in our buildings, our art is comes into you know local traditions of even living in residences in villages like the Whirly paintings, or it's something that you know we see at traffic lights. We're not a nation that's used to going into institutions to see our art. The success of these public uh, spaces is that they bring art to people. And if you see at the rate that you know there are different biennales that have come up, or you know the success of Sculpture Park, or even Serendipity Festival. Serendipity being one that goes beyond the visual and inculcates and includes all art. The idea is really to take it to common spaces, make people and the local community a part of that story where they feel included and they feel like, you know, they are also a part of its evolving landscape. And I think that success has been tremendous. And most of these initiatives were initiatives that were started as private initiatives. But in like, say, for example, the case of Kochi, the government saw the success of it. Not only did it spur on promotion of art in their state, but the government of Kerala also saw how much it was helping in tourism, the kind of footfall that was coming in. And if you see the social media of Kochi, which is going on now and just towards the end of it, a lot of what they're advertising is the local community that is participating in it. Sika, for example, which I'm on the board of, runs the student Biennale there. And I know how involved the local community or even the art schools are and busloads are coming in to interact with it. So 100% these places, though driven by philanthropy, are changing the perspective. And I'm surprised uh, because I've heard all the time that, you know, contemporary art is something that a common man may not uh, relate to. But I see all communities relating to anything that tells the story of their time really incredibly beautifully. Do you, do, you, do you think that um, these initiatives, or maybe not only these, uh, the, 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 what you just talked about regarding what's happening in the public space, but um, there's obviously a generation of, um, a younger generation of potential philanthropists that are coming kind of behind us. And, and do you feel that the, the models that we're currently seeing in the market in terms of, uh, you know, the, the private museum, the foundations, uh, the corporate is one aspect of it, but... Um, are we likely to see anything new evolving? I mean, how does the next generation of philanthropists, how, how do they get involved to become art supporters or art patrons in, in all different scales? It's not necessarily all about, as you say, I mean, it's not only about the money you give. It is also about the, the, the passion and the emotion and the time you put into these things. Do, could, do you think that we have, are we seeing, could we see something new where the next generation of philanthropists in India will um, there will be something new, something different, an, an, an initiative, a campaign, whatever it is, um, that potentially could sort of uh, expand maybe the, the the area of philanthropy beyond what we we currently seeing. Uh, is, is that happening or could happen? What do, what do you think? First of all, philanthropy is of all kinds. Philanthropy can be very small and philanthropy can be very big. So I think the idea of philanthropy 
uh, has to be looked at very very holistically it has to be looked at at all sorts of different levels whether it be somebody giving their time somebody giving their commitment or somebody giving their finances the new generation of philanthropists are mostly millennials they are the smartest people that i know the whole generation is very socially conscious all of them or whoever i speak to whatever cause that it may be they do research they are interested they don't want to support something just for it they they have to believe in it they associate themselves to it so i feel that this is a process that is just going to go further not just in art but also philanthropy of every kind india also has the largest population of and the youngest population in the world and and this is going to definitely spur on in many many causes as far as art is concerned to sustain our initiatives for example in fika four years ago we started the fika patrons program while uh, the main motivation for that uh, because i initiated it was to sustain fika activities and we did see that there was a little bit of engagement of many people with fika and the work that fika had done um it very quickly became into a movement where we now have people on waitlist we're going into our fourth edition this april we've now got people on waitlist who want to be a part of it we increasingly have conversations where it's not just about monetary support but they want to know what they are supporting many times they want to get involved in the activities that they are supporting and they are willing to travel places to see that so it is a very very engaged audience and i think there will be more models that will come in i think uh, uh, crowdfunding for example is something that definitely would be done and the world is becoming very small i don't think that it's going to be about indians doing this for indian art i think it's going to be people believing all over the world and you know doing it for whatever they believe in within art and then i i we sort of i guess we're sort of coming to an end but we we um we're starting to kind of get planning a little bit ahead and we we're looking now obviously to um start working on the the 2020 report and uh, you know we have discussions regarding you know widening this this uh, this reach uh, to not only include india but also what lot of there's a lot of collaborative projects across the south asia so uh, south asian region um so from your own point of view what what's what's what do you see next uh, not not so much regarding the actual the research we we're working on but sort of in general what what is the what are sort of are there any sort of key milestones on the on the you you mentioned already venice which is obviously almost uh, well just around the corner are there anything else that um, you see coming up that um, might be worth mentioning to our listeners Well there's Venice in May and from uh, I've just come back from a press conference at Art Dubai where I have to say the India Pavilion has just got the most fantastic response I think the global art community has looked at it and said why hasn't India been there we're so happy that they're there in fact Pakistan is coming in with their own pavilion and I know that um, the art community has been really receptive to you know both the countries coming in i of course it's going to have a huge effect on the indian um, art community because of the sheer footfall that venice has 
आई थिंक द सेम थिंग शुड ऑल्सो बी लुक एट वेरी केयरफुली वेदर क्राफ्ट ऑफ इंडिया इज कंसर्न बिकॉज दैट इज समथिंग दैट इंडिया इज रेकग्नाइज फॉर बट आई डोंट नो हाउ मच इट हैज बिन टेकन फॉरवर्ड ग्लोबली एज फार इज प्योर क्राफ्ट आर कंसर्न एंड नॉट जस्ट यू नो टेक्सटाइल्स और um you know products that go from india for home and other things like that um i think as far as uh, national initiatives are concerned uh, we should hope that the adopters heritage should gain momentum we hope that national institutions should be allowed private interventions and more collaborations between the private and public sector come about and we really hope that uh with all the smart cities that are coming up in india the government does take um stock of the fact that art and culture particularly locally of that particular uh, geography should be taken into account it has to be made intrinsic to all the smart cities that are coming up and uh, not only will it create livelihood increase employment but it will make people feel very proud of their local um local scenario and where they are and that of course will increase tourism so i think these are good ways to think about it i think the real estate market has to look at it very seriously i think um, art and culture like we have lived with it for all these years now has to be incorporated not just purely for art but also in the way that we live and we think and then anders uh, on our tactics and you mentioned so there will be another report um on philanthropy in in India uh, next year. Yes, yeah, so we uh, we already starting now to plan for the uh, 2020 report which um which obviously needs to move the content forward and uh, we we have a number of exciting as I said uh, discussions regarding widening the reach of the report and this was a very India specific report we looking at the South Asian region as a whole uh, mentioning uh, already you know the 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 countries like we have covered in previous reports such as um, Bangladesh, uh, Pakistan, uh, Sri Lanka, Nepal, etc. Et so we hopefully will 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 start con- or we continue the mapping process that we do, but also obviously try to feature. When part of the report is not only to look at sort of the data and the statistics and some of these things, but it's also to kind of provide some key examples of philanthropists, both in the private and and in the corporate, and also in the sort of the realm of, of public private space who are uh, you know actually you know. putting the risks or into these projects and are making them happening and i think it's really important that these things are communicated not only within india but also internationally i think this this adds a certain level of um you know i think a, a transparency to a market that maybe often is just viewed through the eyes of auction data and and hence lot of our report is really to sort of try to give a much more diverse and hopefully a more um holistic perspective of the market so we're going to continue this process and i think you know as as tarana already mentioned there's so much things going on that there will be plenty of um content and news and developments to 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 discuss and to 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 profile so we are very excited and and i'm very glad as i said to have initiated this project um uh early or late last year and 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 publishing it this year but and continue this i think it's a really important part of what we do and i feel i feel that the, the, this particular aspect is something that we can that actually you know collating the information and putting it in one place and and distributing it uh, internationally as well as as domestically it's 
hopefully will you know over time will will start to have an impact and and be able to it's a bit like storytelling i think you know these things is is ultimately trying to collate stories and then try to communicate them and i think that's hopefully we will play a small part in that in in, in that process and um, hopefully we'll continue to do so and may i add i think i think one of the sorry one of the things is that you know everybody um individually is doing great work but i think what this report uh, by just putting everybody together on a neutral platform applauding everyone's work is done has made a huge impact on the philanthropy sector because collectively you can see the kind of impact that philanthropy has had on art nationally and it is my hope that not only will it have other people think about starting more foundations help um you know in individual support but uh, the existing foundations themselves should be inspired to increase their outreach and do more than what they're already doing which is brilliant to begin with but you know i mean there's so much scope for even them to increase their own footfall and outreach well uh tarana and anders i want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast it's um you know philanthropy is a very important topic um and um i really appreciate both of you coming on and helping um, tell the story of what's going on in India in terms of the trends there and um, all the philanthropic support privately, um, as well as more recent uh, government initiatives. Um, And uh, again, for our listeners, the report that we published earlier this year um, on philanthropy um, in the Indian art world is available on arttactic.com for you to read for free. So thank you both again. Appreciate it. Excellent, Adams. Thank you. Thank you so much.